Greetings, all. Welcome to the, you heard it last week correctly, the MCU Staincast. We're back, me and Stephen E. Yes, sir. Back to the MCU. It's been, uh, it's been, uh, it's been not a while. A it's been, really? It's been about a month. Yeah. Okay. Seven for oh, Dr. Sharp. Yeah, no, it's been a little over a month because, yeah, it's August 23rd. Yeah, it's been a fucking, it's been a hot minute. Yes, sir. But uh, it's been a while since back. we tapped in. Yes, we're back for Marvel. We're covering Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, uh, the newest show that has been completed uh, this week. Well, I mean, it's been com- completed for a while, but we're covering it this week, is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, a couple of things for you. First off, like we said, um, our one year anniversary of the Staincast is coming up on. Uh, 920. So what we are going to do for you guys is a, a little giveaway. You know. Yes, sir. Give back, give back to those supporting us. So um, in order to be entered into this giveaway, uh, we're going to post something on our story as well beforehand. But pretty much when the Miss Marvel episode comes out, um, we're going to ask that you can, you know, repost our story or the link onto your story. Uh, whatever the case may be, mention us. And for every person who does that, for every episode leading up to uh, the episode releasing on 920, um, will get an entry for every time they do that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I mean, is it like, we'll have the final rules on our story. So like some, some of these may be tiny to change, but it's going to be around the same trend. What I was thinking is, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like, and just to what you said, I, I think, yeah, it's, it's per account. So I know I know we have a couple like fan, uh, cat accounts and shit that are following us that are just um, that for the last giveaway that like, followed us and stuff. So it's it's per account. Well, because like we get just make sure to tag us because we'll get a notification when somebody tagged us in a story. We, sure. I'll just like what me me or Hag we'll just take a screenshot of it. Whatever we use to write it down, you'll get an entry. And then we'll do the same process as before. <clears throat> a random number generator seems like the fairest way, honestly, to do it. Yep, and you guys will have the chance to get up to five entries because you can get Miss Marvel, uh, the, and then the three. I'm sorry, you get four entries. My bad. You can get the Miss mm-hmm. Marvel and then the three movies that we're covering after that. But then on 920, of course, we wouldn't want it any other way. We're going back to our roots with Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, it releases September 8th on Disney Plus, so we're gonna be we're gonna hold off a week to cover it on the. 20th to you know just bring things full circle for our one year yeah i definitely the best way we can bring it to you guys come we're tapping back into our roots maybe i think maybe we'll have a little fun on that show cook up a couple old time things you know some games stuff like that it's been a while yes, sir. so just give you something for our one year mm-hmm. so just stay tuned stay tuned but we're still talking about the specifics on it right now but we're looking like somewhere in the area of being able to win three different prizes Obviously, sure. first being the most coveted, maybe like a hat or something. Second, maybe being like a tank top or something of the sort. And the last one just being like a sticker. So that's something just for the sake, like, just so third place gets a little something. Yes, sir. There will be three winners this time. Um, I don't know. Maybe if enough of you say, uh, maybe we'll make first place's prize the apron. Ooh. That would be fucking hilarious. But we'll see. The apron tough. Anyone, for anyone who hasn't seen it. On our on our uh, on our uh, Instagram because I think we, I think we posted chat in it one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough. It stays on during mm-hmm. sex, 
just, just, a, just a disclaimer for anyone who is wondering. It has to stay on. Got to rep the brand. Sex. Mm-hmm. You do what you want. Cut out a little. <laughs> All right. No more of this. All right. So basically, take a peek. Um, wait for our story in the, in the coming days about the, um, the whole giveaway, the contest we're running, how to enter, how to check up. All that stuff. If you have any questions, reach out to us on the Staincast. We're always around the chat. Yes, sir. So, without further ado, now that we got through that, mm-hmm. we do have some new content. Did you uh, end up watching episode one of She-Hulk? I did. You did? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, just you know, give our base first impressions on the first episode. Um, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I like the way that they, you know, straight up told her us her origin story i think the fourth wall breaking uh is done pretty well different than deadpool but in a good way yeah um and i just i think the overall tone is is very is done very well i I like what we saw from from mark ruffalo i like what we saw from from she hulk Uh, i'm excited to see where it goes in the future uh and if it continues this tone i think it'll be pretty good at least yeah no yeah for sure I have my reservations on just because it's Marvel. It's Disney Plus, I mean, I should say. And they definitely have a history of kind of like setting expectations a little too high. Then it kind of doesn't succeed. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep my reservation on It's the first episode. I'm not going to trash anything. Like, I like that it's it's more adult-oriented. Um, I think a lot, of, a, couple, a lot of the last couple shows we've been getting, even movies, have been a little childish, I guess you want to say. But that's that's just my personal opinion. I'm, gonna, I'm basically yeah, I, I'm, I'm I, a man. I like how man. this is more a lawyer show first with a superhero show second. It definitely gives it more of like that mature feel to it. Yeah, definitely bringing back some Daredevil vibes for sure. Mm-hmm. But and I mean, it's fitting considering he's going to be mm-hmm. in it. Yep, I just hope that they keep. Uh, like, I hope that they don't have to dismantle the Hulk in order for She-Hulk to be the new the next big thing. So they just have a bad history of doing that to the the previous character. So I hope that, I hope they both just. <clears throat> I hope they both actually get character development because. Well, uh, he's not going to. I think he's only going to be in like one. The more first, episode. yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's like the first part. and the last one. Probably that would make most set up whatever's coming next. Yeah, that's just shitty. I mean, I, the Hulk needs to get himself a fucking actual project to himself. I know we have all the hints of the World War Hulk. Not gonna spoil anything about the episode since it just came out, but watch the episode if you want a little. It's quick. It's like thirty minutes, isn't it? Um, yeah, all the very episodes, short. Yeah, all of them are gonna be around that length. Okay, and there's nine of them, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So tune in. Uh, very much of just uh, like any, any like some sort of a uh, recommendation if you want to watch it, do it. If not, you can do that too. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I mean, for the first episode, it was pretty good. Yeah, no, for the first episode, I'm not mad at it. It's, it's it has me hooked a little bit. Like I'll definitely watch the next episode, and therefore on like it, it didn't it, it didn't ruin anything for me. So I'm excited to see what else they do with Shield's character and see how and see like the different levels they have for the fourth fourth wall break. Because I feel like Deadpool's is more of a meta commentary where her, hers is kind of just like literally speaking to the, the yeah no exactly like, literally yeah. Where Deadpool's kind of just breaking like the fact that they're in a movie compared to she's just breaking to the fact that she's talking to people like in a movie. I guess I don't know whatever. That's true. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil anything that's gonna come in the future either from stuff mm-hmm. that's online. So we'll move past that. Uh, stay tuned for that staying cast to come uh, probably sometime around Wakanda Forever coming out. Yeah, that's true, actually. Cause, I mean, I yeah, if it's nine episodes, that's that's a minute from now. Um, actually, we, ha- we do have it scheduled sometime. Uh, yeah, like I said, November. 
Okay. Sounds um, good, man. So, yeah, but I guess without further ado, ado, um, time to hop just straight into Miss Marvel. Yes, now, sir. As we've stated before when we've talked about the trailers, uh, this show is not really made for 22 year old men. <laughs> That's true. That's um, it, true. Is, it, is, it is very simplistic, but not. Um, but it's it is very childish. Generic. It's very generic to plot. And and it's got some of my biggest gripes that the MCU has done over and over again, and mm. uh, oh, some yeah. things about the MCU that like it, it, honestly, this show is the perfect example of show for me that shows the best that the MCU can be as well as the worst that the MCU can be. I agree. Yeah, it's, it, to me, it just comes down to like. The age-long, I think it's, I feel like it's now, the age-long Disney Plus mantra of just not developing a villain in pursuit of making a great hero. But at the end of the day, the greatest heroes are made by the greatest villains. That's just how it is. Like, we review these great movies, and it's not a surprise that most of the time some of our favorite characters are the villains also. Mm -hmm. like, it's not by accident. And I think when they throw the villains to the like, – villains, whatever you want to call I don't. I wouldn't even call them villains. I don't know what the hell to call the clandestines, but – when you throw them to the wayside like that towards the end, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it more. It just, to me, it just seems a little um, amateurish, I guess you can say. Yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole like building up of like, so we get DODC in episode. Yeah, that so guy from fucking scene. No Way Home. Yeah, we get him in the post credit scene of, of episode one. Then we see them chasing Kamala in episode two. Then we don't see them until the end of episode five. I think you're right. And then, yeah. and then it's the finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess you can kind of say Damage Control was the beginning, uh, the vil uh, villain from the beginning, but... Technically, yeah, uh, because the but for me, it would... up till the mm -hmm. end of episode two is is, is when... Um, I don't remember her name, but it's... Uh... Yeah, it's definitely... Oh, Najma, yeah. Najma. Najma. Yeah, so, so like... Najma doesn't show up to the end of episode two, and then mm -hmm. they're only in it for like three episodes. Most of them, except for Kamran, who's I don't know what he is, but <laughs> um, and then so so yeah, so there's whatever Kamran is. The other two or three aren't developed, and then Najma's kind of just generic. Bad to be bad. Yeah, it's not a it's not an archetype we haven't seen in the MCU before. And I feel like it's always done pretty similarly, um, even maybe even less so in this show. Like, it's kind of just like I understand the idea of like, oh, yeah, like they're still sacrificing anything to get home and stuff. But the uh, the means didn't fit the ends for me, at least. I feel like it kind of was just they just wanted an excuse to, to turn her bad all of a sudden when she seemed pretty regular first time yeah. but i guess yeah no, we can just jump into some of our favorite and least favorite characters for me i'll just preface by saying i don't really know who my favorite character is because i'm not gonna give it to miss marvel because that's way too easy like the story is very clearly written about her okay. everything everything okay. like yeah like there's there isn't much to break down on like much character development besides her really um i guess i'll give it to like the ponytail guy that they met in um crap where'd they go like the fifth red episode. dagger 
Yeah, the red one of the red dagger guys. Yeah, the ponytail guy. He was tough. I knew he was gonna die the minute I laid eyes on him, just because that's just how these shows always progress. But forgot yeah. his name. Um. So, to be honest, I don't really like any of the characters in this show besides, like, Nakia. I don't. I don't mind Nakia, and and Miss Marvel herself, mm-hmm. and her brother. Her brother's not bad either. Yeah. Um. But besides that, like. The characters are just so generic, one-dimensional, yeah. not really much mm-hmm. to them, besides the ones that, that that be named. Yeah, I definitely agree. Very um, much going on. Uh, yeah, and just on the flip side to, to least favorite, uh, there's, there's so many. I mean, we can go <laughs> with the racist DODC woman, um, yeah. go with any of the clandestines yeah we can go with we can go with zoe we can go like, with bruno yeah bruno um, bruno to me is more forgettable than he is a bad character like i don't even have really beef with like his character in general i just think that he was he was underused to the point where he i don't know he, he should have been all in like his character should have been a lot more involved with kamala i feel like i, I don't know there was just like a weird sexual tension there was just like weird sexual tension between them the entire show but nothing was ever done about it and then she had that weird tension with kanban or whatever his name is like kanban kamran thank you like he is he's i don't know it was weird yeah so so for me like my one of my biggest problems with 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 bruno is that he was getting tight that kamala was like attracted to and hitting on and, and hanging out with kamran Yet he didn't say anything to her about how he felt. And then at yeah. the end, in the finale, we see him write like a letter and I guess stick it in Kamala's locker. I'm assuming telling him how, telling her how he feels. He's and, then, and then all of a sudden, uh, they just inserted the scene announcing she was a mutant instead of her reading the letter for some reason. Yeah, which is fine because I'm I li- I like the fact that she's a mutant. That was a great surprise and and got me very hyped. But why why did you show him putting the note in the locker if you were not going to address it at yeah. all? I mean, it pretty accurately portrays their opinion on Bruno. Honestly, where like, he's just there to yeah, help. Yeah, like, he he's literally just their tinkerer or whatever you call it. like the, the guy who just makes stuff for her. <laughs> like. Like you really like they kind of just give him that role and they don't really steer away from it like but they're kind of ready even, but then in the end like he doesn't even make anything for her her entire costume yeah. was from her mother the mask was from her grandmother the bangle was from her great grandmother and her name is from her dad yeah that's true so in the end they're, they're making him up where he's like making all these gadgets or whatever and then he doesn't even do anything i mean yeah it, like some of his his planning and and like his smarts was used into the final. I didn't. I can't even call that a battle. Um, mm-hmm. in the in the Whatever finale was. Like, yeah, like I guess like that's how he was incorporated in. But it's just I don't know when you have him making like quote unquote photon blast, um, gloves for Kamala, and then just nothing happens, and there's like mm-hmm. no like he doesn't make anything else for her suit. It kind of just. Uh, I mean, she really doesn't need it. Like, she's pretty fucking 
pretty well balanced to the point where like she doesn't need like ability to fly. She doesn't really need like repulsors or anything because like she kind of has all that. But I, I besides Miss Marvel, like I really couldn't really talk in length about any of the other characters. Like they're just not they're not written to be like into like to be intriguing. They're kind of just written to be there, be there for Kamala every once in a while. Like I got to give one of my least favorite characters also to her mother because she flip flopped. She went like a fucking whole ass 180. Like from the from like the second episode onward, like she was so mad at her, at Kamala for sneaking out, not for going to Avengers Con, dressing up in that outfit, um, and then all of a sudden she's just so okay with her going to like a party, like straight up just a house party. Yeah, it's very yeah. I mean, from my understanding, from from just like people that I know, um. That's kind of just how um, Pakistani and, and and Middle Eastern parents are. Like, they're just very strict and very, like, why do anything type of deal. Yeah, like, I get the whole strict part, but then she was just so, like, okay with her just leaving the house and just being a hero. Like, there wasn't much of an arc between, like, I feel like that's always the arc between like an up becoming superhero and like their family and friends where it's like some people just don't want them to do it. Cause like they're putting their life on the line every single time they do it. I don't know. So I was like, I feel like there should just be more dimension to her character. Like there should be more, I don't even know. Like there's more dialogue about like, like what it means to be a superhero or like the fact that she's risking her life every night or whatever it is. It just kind of seemed like she was just like, so she just turned a blind eye to it. Like, Oh yeah. She's like, just oh, saving people. She's not, she's not putting her life. I mean, I can't disagree with you there. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. I mean, this movie, I mean, show six episodes, like, you can only do so much. They were jumping around a lot towards the end, just being in one place and also just being in the other. Whatever. Kind of, it's what you have to do with it when you have a limited series. <clears throat> uh, the pacing was, it was a little. Yeah, I, I was going to get to that in a minute when we go into okay. make or break. But before, mm-hmm. before we do that, I did want to ask what your opinions are on her powers. Because, like, I'm honestly perfectly fine with them i like that they changed them from the comics because yeah she would look very similar to mr fantastic when he does get introduced into the main mcu Mm -hmm. um in a whenever that may be but it just i don't know i feel like there's just more creativity that they can do with her like i mean because what she's supposed to be in she's supposed to be an inhuman she still has her what are you saying i said she still has her beginning technically like yeah. Finale. She's supposed to be an inhuman. Well, like now she's a mutant, but like she was originally inhuman, right? The comics is an inhuman, correct? But the main reason for that is when she was created, Marvel's uh, Marvel did not let their creators make new characters that were mutants because they would instantly be able to be used by Fox, not Marvel Studios. So that's why they were pushing the inhumans, and they made her an inhuman. Pretty sure the, the, the she was meant to be a mutant the entire time, but they just wouldn't let her be. So they were like, all right, Inhumans are literally the same thing. We'll just make her yeah, inhuman. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. The only Inhuman besides Black Bolt that actually fucking means anything. And Black <laughs> Bolt's fucking trash. Yeah. It's always so funny breaking down like the history of it where it's like, because that's the same reason why House of M exists, right? They were just like, fuck you to Fox with all the mutants. Like, you guys don't get any of these fuckers. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's it's pretty yeah so it's like bad. oh no no more mutants so, so they just stopped making comics on mutants so that way because 
it, which was honestly stupid on Marvel's part because like the movies promote the comics, which makes people want to go buy the comics. It was so just pettiness. It, it's just pettiness. It, it, pretty much, yes. It's like because it's just the mentality where it's like if you can't have them, nobody can. Yeah, we're, and it's like it's it's like oh, the new generation won't know what the X Men are, so they don't want to go see the X Men type of thing. Even though the X Men were like before the MCU were like one of the most popular fucking groups in of all of Marvel, but mm-hmm. whatever. Besides like Fantastic Four and shit, yeah. but whatever. But I guess we can jump into before we go keep going on our ramp. Uh, our favorite costume. It's been a while. For me. I mean- I'm gonna give it to Kamala's costume at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there ain't much. I, I guess you can say like um, Brie Larson's Captain Marvel's new costume, but I mean, it's a post-credit I, scene. It's so you don't really see it getting in. It was filmed on the set of the Marvels, so like that's gonna be her suit in the Marvels, which I'm fine with because it looks a lot better. It definitely fits Brie Larson more flatteringly than her. Uh, yeah. Old one, dude. Yeah, like, I I already spoke my beef with the old. It was just like a jumpsuit, where I think, like literally just anything. Like I'm not saying it's got to be ridiculously skin tight or anything, but I definitely like to see it. Like it looks better, where it's like more of like an actual like utility, like compared to just being like her yeah. running around in a jumpsuit, where I feel like that hold her yeah. back. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I would have. It's really going for me. It's going to Kamala's costume. I mean, it is it is almost a one to one of what it looks like in the comics, and it looks yeah, great. No, no, it looks really nice. You know, I, I like, I like the um. Yeah, like you said, I, I like this. I like the one, like the very comic accurate nature of it. I think it looks. It, it's just one of those comics where its adaptation is just as good as it is in the comics. Like I'm, I was a little scared just because like there was a lot going on with it, but. I think it looks really good in live action too, and the CGI looks really good too. With her, I know we were just talking about her yeah, and beginning powers. Here, here's just I guess we'll just scoot forward to break moments with my biggest break, and I'm sure you have a, a very similar opinion on this. DL is um, another same power versus same power battle. Oh yeah, I always got beef with that. It's just it's such a lazy style of writing. Like I can't. Summary run got powers and then all of a sudden no sense became, to me and then became like a hulk like thing where you just couldn't control it I, like I, I don't really it's just too convenient like i i just have it's just so like we have shows like invincible we have shows like the boys that really show us like we just don't need a hero that's perfectly like straight lace that's like a class act kind of thing where it's interesting to see car- the heroes that like have started dealing with a lot of conflict where like maybe they're not always good but when you make, I don't know, this is the Marvel formula. Like, we're, we're used to it by now, so I'm not going to speak too much on it. But some characters need a little bit of their dark side. And that's what makes Wanda such an interesting character. Because, like, she's a villain and she's a hero. Like, she's she's just, like, an anti-hero of sorts. But I, I don't know. Like, her, 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 like, having, like, him being the villain isn't even, to me, isn't even accurate. He's more of just, like, freaking out. And she's having to just calm him down or something. I don't know. That's what it felt like to me. I mean, that's literally what happens. Yeah. Then Dam's controls getting like softballs thrown at them and stuff. Like, I don't know. It was like we said at the beginning, as a preface, like, this is not made for us. Like, I'm sure there are groups of people who thought it was very enjoyable watching a bunch of government agents getting softballs tossed them. I thought it was funny because they were getting beat down by them. But I don't know. 
even the whole the whole lead up <laughs> to the finale where it was like she was calling the guy from damage control i forgot his name and he's like nah get out of there don't go in there like they don't don't go into that high school and of course predictably she said now i'm gonna go i'm gonna go, i'm gonna do my i'm gonna do what i want to do and it's just i don't know it's just it's like i said it's too predictable like I, anyone could have predicted that like it's there's not the level of it's just not it's not a very sophisticated series and it is what it is but mm-hmm. i would like to see a little bit more and, like, like you could still make a kid's show interesting for adults i've seen it many times before it's not like it, it's like all or nothing where either you're marketing to kids or you have to make an adult rated r show like it's just not like that we've seen so many shows that can do both and i don't think really they went for it i i agree you, you've brought up pretty much everything that i like was gonna say um but even going on more with that is um um, the whole episode of her deal of her like figuring out the backstory of the bangle and shit. Um, I don't want to say that was not needed, but it should have been in a different part of the series. I don't think they should have waited until episode what was that five to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they should have been split up between like the, the first few episodes. Maybe we see like bits and pieces of it, and then episode five. You know leads the way it does it's just like it was yeah. too much exposition exposition dump right at the end mm-hmm. i mean that's classic six, classic disney plus six episode style though unfortunately but what was it yeah oh yeah no i mean there's one other main gripe i'll speak on which is very very shocking for a marvel project i think but the first thing i'll just say is yeah the whole her like being the one who gave her grandmother the bangle thing or fi- like whatever, giving her, was it her grandfather or no, no, her father, whatever it is, whoever it is, whoever the one that she gave the bangle to to show the light up the stars or whatever it was. She she lit the light. Oh yeah, it's for okay, yep, no, yeah. It's just it's just a weird concept because then it starts fucking going into like time travel territory where it's like she just always like it's it's interesting. I like that part. It was definitely a little bit more of a complicated concept. So I like that. I like having to actually use your brain a little bit when it comes to it. But the one, the biggest gripe I have, which is very surprising, I know we were talking, we always trash on the CGI, but for me, the practical was was pretty crappy, specifically the choreography. I think that there was a lot of wire work that they used for the Red Daggers. And I think all of it looks so bad. <laughs> It looked so bad. Like, there's one scene of Cameron pulling up, and he's literally straight up on the wire. Like, like the wire isn't there, obviously, because they fucking CGI that. But, um, like him coming down, like it just looks. Smoke showed it to me, and I can't unsee it now. He pulls up. It just looks ridiculous. And there's a and the, just the overall fighting style. Like, I just don't think. I'm yeah. just not believe. I'm not believing that anyone's connecting these punches. Like, it doesn't look like anyone's getting hit. Like that you can uh, add in sa- like post sound. Uh, um, no, but I, I agree. I like you can you can add the sound effects all you want, but the, like especially when you don't really have a final battle fight scene, it just it definitely makes the those small ones that you do have stand out, and they're not mm-hmm. great. I think the no. best one would be when um, Kamala was fighting the Red Dagger. 
before they went to like the secret hideout in the restaurant. Hag, you're cutting out a shit ton. I've heard like one word in the last 20 seconds. Jesus, this man's internet is cooked. I was saying how the the only scene that really had good choreography was the Red Dagger versus Kamala scene. It was a great showcase of her powers and as well as his mobility. And just, um, uh, it just, I don't know, it was just the best choreographed one. Because like I said previously, without having a final battle, it kind of just makes everything else blend together. Yeah. I don't know if you heard me when I was talking about the how how crappy the wire work was. On oh, yeah, yeah, I heard all that. Yeah, it's so funny. Like that. Like I said, that one video lives around free in my head of him, if uh, Cameron pulling up and literally just being straight off the fucking wire. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> but, I mean, I, I, maybe it just comes down to the director. Maybe it's like a... Director's new to the Marvel, new to like all the stuff they be doing. Whatever it is, it's definitely noticeable. Uh, like I, I'll try not to cut on too many things that that are kind of just my opinion for some of the things. Like, cause obviously the show's not made for us, but definitely the the stunt work definitely could have been better for sure. Yeah, and I know a lot of them did their own stunts, and like it was the first time them doing all their own stunts and stuff. But it's mm-hmm. like, still, it, it could have looked a little better. For sure. Definitely. But I guess we'll we'll move on. Um, I know to yeah moments to yell. I know you have. Um, oh, we're skipping favorite quotes by the way, just because there's no quotes. Yeah. There's At really least not that that stood out that, to us. Exactly, nothing I found like super meaningful. Like obviously, her mother had a few ones here and there, but like it wasn't. Her dad it wasn't, had one or two towards the end. Yeah, exactly. It was nice. It was like. It was well delivered and stuff, all that, all that stuff, but nothing that whatever. stood out enough for us to write down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so my only yeah moment is Kamala knowing knowing how to drive stick after not even knowing how to drive a regular car. That shit got me tight. Kamran taught her how to drive. Yeah, and how to drive when? the stick. When? That was the that was the whole point of them going out to that like date where they were talking about Kingo and then. Her brother pulls up. Oh, Jesus, man. My bad, then. I, I, I retract my statement. I, I skip. I also have to say that I skip forward on some of the parts just because like, like, yeah. like I kind of like I did the classic like 15 minutes, 15 seconds skip and I clicked it a couple times. If there was some scenes where I was like, all right, I'm not interested in this. OK, yeah, never mind. I retract um, that. So the only one for me would just be Kamran getting powers because of the clandestine gate closing. I don't mm. know how that makes sense. Me is clandestines. That's my. Uh, I, I don't really know what their plan was. If there was a, if there was a plan for them to actually like explain themselves at all, whether we'll hear more about them in the Marvels is up to anyone. We won't. <laughs> Gonna throw that out there. We won't. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, very throwaway so, villains. Yes. Oh, now I'm gonna put this in here for Mumbarella's sake because he was supposed to be on this episode. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, scheduling conflict came up, so he was not able to. But, Mumbarella, I know you both texted me your answer to the question of the week, which we will get to shortly. But the other thing that you mentioned about the Miss Marvel finale, I'm going to have you save that for the question of the week for She-Hulk. Because that's going to be the question of the week for She-Hulk. Uh, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. DL, you're gonna, you know probably what I'm talking about. But... We're going to save that discussion just so that we didn't think I forgot about it until uh, the She-Hulk episode. So unfortunately, 
I have to lean away for this because uh, <laughs> there's no thirsty moment of the of the, the the series. Unfortunately, not. It's just the age of the. It's just the age of the. Uh, the uh, like not even the actors, just the people that like their supposed ages in the show. I just can't. Uh, unfortunately, there'll be no thirsty moment this week. Like we said, it's kind of a more of a children's oriented show. I got nothing to speak on. Tune in next week for the thirsty moment of the week. I'm sure there'll be some. Actually, no, it's prisoners, so. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, you spoiled it before the end. Oh, fuck. Whatever. If they've watched it for our chance, they're probably going to watch to the end anyways. You're right. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just fucking fucking with you. But yeah. but I guess we will move in. Does that mean it's time for the question of the week? Uh, Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, every Saturday we post the teaser along with the question of the week um, on our Instagram at the Staincast. I'm on the wrong profile. Um, the Staincast. So this week, I already think it should already be on the question of the week tab. It is. Wonderful. This week, we asked you guys... There's so fucking many. <laughs> uh, what character introduced in Phase 4 is your favorite so far? Now, pretty much every character that's been introduced in Phase 4 has been introduced, except for... Um, whoever else we see in She-Hulk as well as whoever else in Wakanda Forever. So, again, this might change. However, those being introduced so late into Phase 4, it might not. Mm-hmm. But um, I figured, you know, as we're, as we're coming up on the end of the phase, I wanted to see everybody's opinions, um, especially since, like I said earlier, we do have different questions for the She-Hulk and Wakanda Forever episodes that will be... Um, Saved for those. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, uh, favorite character in Phase 4. Miss um, Isabel Jones said Sylvie. Which yeah. I can respect. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll just put it out there right now. Any character from Loki is probably some of my favorite um, new characters. Honestly. I think all of, them, all, all, of them, all of them do a fantastic job on their intro. In the MCU, so I'll just agree to every person who's talking about anyone from Loki. That is very true. Mumbrella probably has fucking Hawkeye in here still, even though he was introduced all the way in Phase One. Soft. Um, okay, I put, so I put Richard. Um, it mine is not actually Richard. I just have to talk about Richard any chance I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my my favorite character is gonna go to uh, the entire Mark Spector. Um, Moon Knight, like mm. that that whole persona, like the all of those Oscar Isaac mm. characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like say what you, say what you want about the series, that that character was so well written and so well developed over the course mm-hmm. of those six episodes, and Oscar Isaac worked his ass off, like putting on a clinic that mm-hmm. you can tell the difference between um, each identity just by his facial expressions or his body language like mm-hmm. that's perfection right there yeah for sure he's definitely up there for me as well not the show but definitely the like you said the, the character himself yeah for sure um maxwell kazmarek he says uh florence Pugh or yelena yelena yeah um you can read the next few and then i'll yeah. remember others at the end hawkeye mid max i hate to tell you uh, Joe said, Joe said Caucasian Vision, also known as White Vision from WandaVision. 
he's already spoken like very few lines of dialogue, so I can't even speak on that. He wasn't in Multiverse of Madness, so I'm sure it'll be an Iron War, Iron Heart, I'm Iron Wars or whatever the fuck it is, Armor Wars. Armor Wars. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see more from him from the future, but I, it's too early for me to speak on that. John Walker, also known as the GOAT. There it is, Sling. That's all. Also my GOAT. Probably up top three for me as well. John Walker, a bad boy. That's all I'll speak Good. on it for now. Uh, I'll speak on it when I say my part for it. Danny says he wants to hump arrows. Don't we all? Get in line, Danny. Uh, uh, fucking Paco said, Bobius. Whether that's true or not, I still agree because any of the anyone from the from anyone from the main cast of Loki was up there for me. He's tough. Mm-hmm. And then we got Mr. Chet Stable said Moon Knight, Elena, and Kate Bishop. And yeah, if, if we're taking them out of the art that they're in, that we, if we remove Hawkeye from the equation, Elena and Kate Bishop were very good in their like in the role that they're in. I got no beef with them, but just for, just because the fact they're in Hawkeye kind of just diminishes. Their significance to me, as least at least as one of my favorite characters. Right they, yeah, they just weren't push, pushed enough because I mean, a show revolving around Hawkeye can only have so much stakes. So hopefully in the future we get some more of them, though. Uh, I'm sure we will. Uh, they both are, were very popular characters. Oh yeah. Um, but then, then finishing off before DL does his is Mr. Bumbarella. He texted me that uh, his favorite character of Phase Four. Uh, it goes to He Who Remains just because of how intimidating he was just by talking and not even fighting. Uh, but he I'm also surprised to mention to John Walker. Yeah. Very surprised no one said Kang because he was probably my number two. I, like, I, I wouldn't even rank them. No specific order. Somewhere like John Walker, He Who Remains, and probably Moon Knight. Probably somewhere in there somewhere. Mm. That, that, that would be my, that'd be my quick draw up. That's common. Yeah. I mean, there were there's definitely a lot of great characters. Like, say what you want about the projects. There was a lot of great characters introduced. I mean, Shang-Chi, most yeah. of the Eternals. Um, She-Hulk, as so of what we've seen so far. Moon Knight. Miss Marvel's a good character, uh, even though we're not big fans of the series in general. Yeah, I like him. Definitely has potential. And I didn't even speak on it in characters, but what is she, 16, 17? No, she's not. Like I mean, regardless, she's still young, still green for an actress. So I can't even just I can't even slight her for her acting because I mean she's new. If there's one thing about Marvel is it knows how to fucking put a pair of balls on the actor, at least in terms of their experience and just overall the like how they're learning, how they taught. They do a great job. They have a good revolving door over there of turning like no name actors into household names. So I won't speak any negatives because she did a great job. Yeah, I can uh, I can agree there for sure. Mm-hmm. Besides that, then I guess I guess we can just jump into the post credit scene. Um, we we yes, really sir. only need to talk about the first last thing, one. Thank you guys for um, submitting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, thank you guys. We had a good turnout this week. I'm satisfied. Good looks. Yes, sir. But now we can move on to the post credit scene, and like you said, DL. It's really only one that we need to speak on, and that was Miss um, Marvel and Captain Marvel switching locations, um, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming pretty much confirms that the bangle is the Nega Band, and they're going to be looking for it in the Marvels. And I'm honestly, they kind of like did hype me up for the Marvels because I was not excited for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
like at all. But now seeing that, it definitely has me uh, a little more excited for whatever's going to come out of that yeah. show. I mean, not, yeah. not the, that movie. The movie, yeah. I'm still neutral on it. Like, I think if Brie Larson changes up um, her portrayal of the character, I think it definitely has a lot of potential. But just off seeing her in previous projects, like, I'm not super, I'm not super excited to have her back. Yeah, I'm excited to get more of Miss Marvel and Photon, though. Yeah, that's true. I'll agree. That's yeah, but that, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, post credit scene for for yeah, for any if, for anyone who wanted like any information, it's literally just her being in a room. Uh, then all of a sudden, standing up, she, she turns and she, she transforms into Captain Marvel, or however you want to see it, she switches places with her. Yeah. yeah, exactly. However you want to see it, it's pretty clear that she probably is switching spots because if she just turned into her, she wouldn't be very surprised that she's got so much <laughs> shit of her in her room, but. We'll see what happens in the Marvels. I'm sure it'll probably pick up somewhere close to there. Similar to how Doctor Strange picked up very close to uh, WandaVision. I could see that. Yeah. That's really all I got. I guess I don't know if we, uh, if we want to jump into like our closing remarks in the rankings. Yes, sir. That would be about that time. Yes, sir. So for so, me... Yeah, you go first. How's that? Okay. So for me... Uh, just because, I mean, I already spoke on the fact that I'm not a huge fan of this show. I'll, go, I'll have a little closing, couple few closing remarks on it, but let's give my ranking first. Right now, I got to like at a 66, somewhere in that high 60s, um, maybe low 70s if the villains were a little bit more fleshed out and actually were meaningful. But unfortunately, it's somewhere between, it's between right now Hawkeye and Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that's a pretty good spot for it, pending the Marvels, changing my perspective on the series, which it, of course, always could. But that's really all I got for it. Where did you have that, like, number-wise? Like, what was it? 32. Not, not your, what, 32? Mm-hmm. This is the second time in a row we've done this. Are they the same? Mine is also 32. It is at a 6.3, which is below Hawkeye and even with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. That's funny. That we're in the, I mean, I might be missing something here. Do you have 36 things on your list? I have 35. What do I have as an extra? Um, I, the only two new ones I added was Multiverse of Madness and Miss Marvel. Am I missing one? We Thor: Love and Thunder. So I haven't added that yet because oh, actually I we haven't do, covered it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I do want that to cover sense. it. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, so mine would be actually be thirty-one then, but whatever. So, same general idea, same overall uh, thoughts about it, what we like, what we don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's not really made for us as, like, as much as we may like the character or the, um, the way that it was portrayed, the series itself is, like, it's got nothing too special to it. Mm-hmm. The last uh, business I'll speak on is I like the way the episodes are stylized. I like the whole texting thing, how it's built into, like, the environment. I forgot to speak on that, but I think that was done very well. I like that. Yeah, that's true. I did. I did like like when she's talking about Captain Marvel. Like you see like the zombie Captain Marvel. Like yeah, like, like, like you see those drawings like in the background. I wish they mm-hmm. did that more cons- consistently throughout the whole series because I really stop after the first one yeah. until the, the end when they do the final plan. Yeah, I agree. But that's really all I have to say on it. I wish yeah, I, I, I did. Much, could be better. Not too much more Miss Marvel. Yeah, it could be better, but. Uh, Still not the worst thing we've gotten. At least it hasn't gotten... Uh, at least nothing's been worse than the Dark World. Yeah. But something might give it a run for its money. 
<laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll speak on that until 9.20, where we're going to have our one-year anniversary um, episode. Uh, don't forget about the giveaway. We'll post the details. Uh, the details should be up by the time you're listening to this, because the details need to be up in order for you to know what to do when this episode is posted. So yeah. take a look at the Instagram story um, to figure out that on the giveaway. Yeah, Thank yeah, you yeah. So much for in. Um, Mumbrella, you're soft. I had to give you a second one this week because you s- skipped out last week somehow. So we're yeah. back on track. Hmm. One a week ago. Um, the Mumba Strays. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week when we cover what are we covering? Prisoners, prisoners. right? Yes, sir. One of my favorite movies of all time. Let's eat. Find prisoners. You can watch Prisoners on Hulu for free. My my boy Denae, let's fucking eat. So uh, stay tuned for that, and we will see you guys next Wednesday. Ciao.